So I was not keeping well uh, for about a week now and hence uh, I couldn't do episode uh, last week. You know that this whole thing is one man show and uh, this week I'm feeling much better and here is the next story, The Lion and the Carpenter. Now, this story is not there in all the versions of uh, Panchatantra. I was not able to figure out Sanskrit names for all the different names that Mr. Ryder has translated to. So here goes the story. In a certain city lived a carpenter named Trust God. It was his constant habit to carry his lunch and go with his wife into the forest where he cut great anjana logs. Now in that forest lived a lion named Spotless, who had as hangers-on two carnivorous creatures, a jackal and a crow. One day the lion was roaming the wood alone and encountered the carpenter. The carpenter for his part on beholding that most alarming lion whether considering himself already lost or perhaps with the ready wit to perceive that it is safer to face the powerful, advanced to meet the lion, bowed low and said, Come friend, come, today you must eat my own dinner which my wife, your brother's wife, has provided. My good fellow, said the lion, being carnivorous, I do not live on rice, but in spite of that I will have a taste since I take fancy to you. What kind of dainty have you got? When the lion has spoken and carpenter stuffed with all kinds of dainties, buns, muffins, chewers and things, all flavored with sugar, butter, grape juice and spice. And to show his gratitude, the lion guaranteed his safety and granted unhindered passage through the forest. Then the carpenter said, Comrade, you must come here every day. But please come alone. You must not bring anyone else to visit me. In this manner, they spend their days in friendship. And lion, since every day he receives such hospitality, such a variety of goodies, gave up the practice of hunting. Then the jackal and the crow who lived on others' luck went hungry and they implored the lion. Master, they said, where do you go every day? And tell us why you have come back so happy. I don't go anywhere, said he. But when they urged the question with great deference, the lion said, a friend of mine comes into this wood every day. His wife cooks the most delicious things and I eat them every day in order to show friendly feeling. Then the jackal and the crow said, we too will go there, will kill the carpenter and have enough meat and blood to keep us fat for a long time. But the lion heard them and said, look here, I guaranteed his safety. How can I even imagine playing him such a scurvy trick? but I will get a delicious tidbit from him for you also. 
To this they agreed. So the three started to find the carpenter. While they were still far off, carpenter caught a glimpse of the lion and his seedy companions. And he thought, this does not look prosperous to me. So he and his wife made haste to climb a tree. Then the lion came up and said, My good fellow, why did you climb a tree when you saw me? Why? I am your friend, the lion. My name is Putless. Do not be alarmed. But the carpenter stayed where he was and said, Your jackal does not reassure your crow's sharp bill offense. You therefore see me up a tree. I do not like your friends. And that is why I say that king with shabby advisors bring no good to his dependents. After telling the story, Lively continued, Somebody must have set Rusty against me. Besides, soft waters scares alight the mighty mountainside and leave it much diminished by those who have the trick to make a whisper stick. Man's gentleness is finished. Under these circumstances, what action is opportune? Indeed, there is nothing left save battle. For the proverb says, by gifts, by self-denial, by sacrificial trial, some slowly win to heaven, to him who yields his life, in glad heroic strife, quick entrance there is given. And again, the slain attains the sky, the victor joyful lives, and heroes are content with these alternatives. And once again, gay maidens smart with gems and gold, the fly flaps royal toy, throne, horse and elephant and cash, the white umbrella joy, and signs of monarchs shun the crowd are not for mama's boy. When he heard this, Victor thought the fellow has sharp horns and plenty of vigor. He might perhaps strike down the master if fate decreed it. That would not do either and the proverb says, even with heroes victory. Whimsically may alight, try three other methods first, only in extremis fight. So I'll use my wits to turn his thoughts from fighting. And he said, my dear fellow, this is not a good plan because he loses fight who fights before his foeman's power is reconned. The ocean and the plover fought and ocean came out second. How is that? asked Lively and Victor told the story of the plover who fought the ocean.